Mm. Yeah. Change that actually happens. No, Willie. Ah, uh, Willie, you're killing me. All right, all right, all right, all right. I'm coming, I'm coming. Hang on, wait. All right. Uh, I had to let Willie in. Sorry. Hey, everybody. I'm Kai Rizdal. Welcome back to Make Me Smart. He's a professional. Where we today makes sense. It is. I am trained radio professional. It is Friday today, the second of uh, February. And I'm Nova Safo filling in for Kimberly Adams. Thanks for joining us on the podcast. And it's Friday, so it's the YouTube live stream. And it means it's also time for our weekly happy hour episode. So excited about that. And and then Willie goes out the door and leaves the door to the shed open. And it's like 50 <laughs> degrees in Los Angeles. And I'm freezing my Oh, no, 50 off. degrees. And she, it's terrible. How it's do you terrible. stand it? Handle it? Oh, my goodness. Well, I bundle up. That's what I do. And I put on the space heater. Yeah. So uh, it's Friday. <laughs> We will do what we usually do. I'm amusing Nova today. Uh, we will do what we usually do, which is uh, a little bit of news. Uh, we'll do a little half full, half empty. I think Drew's on. Um, and uh, and we will check to see what people are drinking. Nova, what uh, what are you drinking, my young friend? Okay. So I have today uh, this wine. It's called a Fumé Blanc from Valle, Valle de Guadalupe in Baja, California, Mexico. It's a nice. Vigo Blanco. And I got this as a gift from our uh, morning report producer, Ariana Rosas, who was Rosas. last in Baja, yes. and she brought it back with her. So I'm enjoying it quite a bit. It's actually quite good. I recommend it. I, I, would, just, I would just point out to any producers uh, who work with me, which is all of the producers on this podcast and certain producers on a radio show I do, nobody mm. ever buys me booze. I'm so just, you're doing something yeah. wrong, Kai. I, I, I am doing something wrong. <laughs> Uh, okay, I'm having uh, a, this is all I had in the garage, and I have to go out shopping later, uh, a Stone Hazy IPA. Uh, it's very good. It's, uh, it's a little peachy, a little fruity, which is nice. Uh, I think it's, what's the ABV on this thing? Six point something. Six point seven. Uh, let's see, what do we have going on? We've got, ooh, Kay Gilbert loves your Fumé Blanc. Heyman Slow oh, Gin from Anguinup. Uh, oh, Jody Pritchard having Vino Verde. She tends re uh, risotto on the stove. I do like a good Vino Verde. It goes well with the risotto. Uh, let's see. Yes, it does. A lot of people are making fun true, of me actually. for being cold in 50-degree <laughs> weather. I'm just saying. <laughs> not nice to make fun of me. Must be, uh, must uh, be uh, Chicagoans and Midwesterners. Yeah, right? Anybody. Kay Gilbert's having a Menage a Trois Midnight Dark Red Blend. It's more tannic than she I love Menage a Trois. It's a good Lo label. I like the label. I, I, good for you. For, are you a wine guy? Are you an enophile? Uh, a little bit. Not too much. But... I'm familiar oh, with that okay. one because, you know, Trader Joe's sells, sells it. And it's oh, Trader Joe's sells it? Expensive. Oh, well, there we go. <laughs> there we go. Uh, okay. Seriously. We're going to do some news, Nova. What do you, what do you got? All right. Um, so I don't want to start with a downer, but this is something that came out yesterday. It's a report from the Human Rights Watch, and it didn't get a lot of play because it's been so much news going on the last few days. Uh, but Human Rights Watch tied the use of aluminum in automobiles certain amount of it to the oppression of the Uyghur people in China. Because as it turns out, about 10% of the global aluminum supply comes from that region, the Xinjiang region in China. And uh, what human rights is, uh, it actually uh, specifically also pointed to Toyota, Volkswagen, General Motors, Tesla, and BYD, the electric vehicle company oh, of yeah. China. Yeah. Yeah. which just overtook Tesla. And this really is about electric vehicles because aluminum is a, is a component in the batteries and we're going to need a lot more of it. And so we need to kind of nip this in the bud now uh, so we don't have 
metal in our cars coming from what the United States considers genocide, genocidal behavior yeah. In, yeah. in China. It, it's, I mean, it's just it, it's really interesting. Okay. Those the, the idea of force totally everything Nova said. I completely agree with what's what's just news wise interesting and disheartening is that uh, it was front and center in the American news cycle for a good you know number of years. And now as domestic politics have heated up and we are we are caught in our own Sturm und Drang, it has kind of fallen off the radar. So good for Human Rights Watch mm-hmm. for, for bringing that back up. Yeah, and I would like to point out that Associated Press did reach out to those four companies. They, uh, Tesla and BYD did not get back to them, but General Motors, Volkswagen, Toyota did and said they either will review it or they've looked into these uh, things before and have not found a connection. But the point that the Human Rights Watch is making is that if you are doing, if you are getting aluminum from Xinjiang, there is literally no way to ensure that there is no risk of forced right. labor being a part of that. So they have to get rid of that source, and mm-hmm. that's a tough call. That's a tough thing to ask, and something that may, they may that might have to happen. Well, right. I mean, you know, right, it involves companies making it involves companies making <laughs> economic decisions against their own interest, which is to say, against their mm-hmm. profit and bottom line interest, and and that's tough for companies to do, or tougher than it ought to be, I think, for companies Indeed. to do. You know, yeah. Indeed. Uh, okay, so mine is uh, a little a little off the beaten path, but as is this story. So a number of weeks and or months ago, I mentioned on a show with Kimberly once that somehow randomly. I found this woman on uh, Instagram. Her name is Cole Brower, and she's a sailor. And she's in the middle of something called the Global Solo Challenge, which is racing alone in a sailboat around the world, 27,000 miles. And I mention it because, number one, it's amazing. Number two, she's 29. Number three, she's like five foot nothing and weighs 100 pounds. That's her description of her. And number four, this past week, she sailed uh, around Cape Horn, which is the southern tip of South America, Tierra del Fuego down there, the southern ocean between uh, South America and Antarctica. And it's just, it's a stunning, stunning achievement for anybody, let alone a young person alone. And it was really cool. And there's a story about her in People Magazine, and I encourage you all to follow her on TikTok. I think it's Cole Brow, not TikTok, uh, uh, Instagram, because I haven't got time for two social networks. Um, <laughs> uh, Cole Brower Racing is her handle. And and she's, I mean, it. the gutsiness that this woman has is just so stunning to me, and I think it's really cool. It's really cool. It's really cool. What's anyway. it like to be out there all alone for... I, it's it's amazing it's crazy i can't imagine she ha- she hasn't seen a human being other than on a screen which i suppose could be said for some people working in this for a lot of us. here on the mainland <laughs> um um but but you know we're getting a decent night's sleep and she's on a sailboat that's rocking and things break and throwing yeah. her across the deck in the middle of the night and she broke a rib and all kinds of stuff anyway i encourage you to read it it's it's cool it's kind of inspiring amazing. um i kind of dug it actually it's just really cool it's just really cool Anyway, amazing what human it. beings can do, what it can accomplish. That is a fact. That is a fact. Yeah, look at Diana Nyad and the story and true, the movie, uh, true. Annette Benning movie that just former became, former marketplace be, person. Former marketplace person. She, she used to be a commentator here. Yeah. Indeed, and uh, had that had a show for a bit as well. I think so. that's right. Wasn't she savvy traveler right. back in the savvy day? Savvy traveler. She come back to her by far if, enough. If yeah. you've been around for a while, like Nova and I <laughs> yeah. have. All right. Well, that's it for the news, right? Uh, we're going to take a quick Listen, break. And when we return, charge, 
Oh, wow. <laughs> Did you hear that, everybody? All right. We're going to take a quick break, and then we'll play a round of Half Full, Half Empty on the other side. We'll be right back. We all want to be our best selves, but it can be an expensive journey. From experimenting with alternative medicine. I was working with a natural, holistic nutritionist and never really thought about the cost. To splurging on fast fashion. I'm spending like all my tips. I was definitely spending like $200 a week. I'm Rima Hreis, host of Marketplace's This Is Uncomfortable. This season, we explore the cost of self-care and the real motivations behind our spending choices. Listen to This Is Uncomfortable wherever you get your podcasts. Talking to your backseat babies about money can be so hard. In fact, you probably don't even know where to start. So that's where the newest version of the Million Bazillion Academy steps in, our email newsletter course. You can start whenever, and you'll get a new lesson each week that you and your kids can complete at your own pace. They'll learn about crypto, the stock market, and so much more. And best of all, it's free. Million Bazillion Academy, making kids smarter about money. Sign up today at marketplace.org slash academy. All right, half full, half empty is the game. Drew Jostad is in charge now. Drew, go. Are you half full or half empty on Universal Music Group removing music from TikTok? So that happened this week. The biggest music stars uh, on the planet belong to Universal Music Group. They control something like some huge percentage, like it's more than half of all the music on the planet. TikTok, of course, has one of every eight people on the planet uses TikTok. That's a big deal. I personally don't care. <laughs> well, you know, I thought that was interesting. The Universal Music said something to the effect of TikTok is a music service. Yep. But they don't want to pay for it, which is such a smart, which is true. It's true. I mean, I think totally. what makes TikTok TikTok is the music that goes with the videos on the funky, quirky videos and t- video templates. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I think they should really pay up for that. I mean, it's a big part of their business model. They're making yeah. I think that's fair. Do do you TikTok, yeah. Nova? I do not. I am. I will not put it anywhere near my smartphone, for obvious yeah. reasons, um, being the accusations from our country and our mm-hmm. intelligence services that there may be some potential nefarious tie-ins mm-hmm. on the Chinese side. But, but you um, do. But, you do. So no. You do Instagram, right? You. But reel, I am. Right? I Instagram. I reel all that stuff, and uh, I. I consu- I have consumed others' TikTok videos that have been repurposed in other places, so I'm familiar mm-hmm. with the genre. Um, yeah, same. So yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But I same, same, same. Can't bring myself to nope. Jump into that lake. I'm with you. I'm with you. All right, Drew. Number two, please. According to a, an article last week in the New York Times food section, the microwave is a perfect tool for poaching fish. Are you half full or half empty? <laughs> Now you know what it's like when a host what? is trolled by his producers. So <laughs> let me let me just back up and set the scene. I am vocally and have been for many years on Twitter vocally opposed to microwaving fish, specifically microwaving fish in the office. You just can't freaking do that, people. 
I don't care the what smell. the New York Times says. All the way empty. That is, it is just it yeah. a firing freaking offense. Yeah, it's gross and it makes it rubbery. I don't understand how you could possibly yeah. say that it's yeah. anyway a cooking tool. It's a it's a right. warm up the leftovers tool. That's it. And That's exactly and making right. popcorn. That's exactly right. Yeah. Yes. No. Half yeah. empty. Please. That was easy. Give us a hard <laughs> one. Bridget. Brid, Brid, Bridget put that one in there, right? She must have. <laughs> okay. Buy now, pay later systems after pay and Klarna are launching monthly subscription programs. Are you half full or half empty? What could possibly go Less. wrong? Yeah, you go first. Yeah, I heard something about this. What a terrible idea. The, the idea that you pay a monthly subscription and then what you get to spend and spend and rack it up cuts debts? out the service I don't understand. fees i guess oh come on you, I, you just pay them the so monthly makes it, subscription so makes it easier instead. to so, so it get, so it gets easier to go into debt and buy things you can't afford yeah Half empty thank I, you I don't, I don't i don't think buy an later this either. seems like a really bad idea for personal finance uh yeah you know just it, what was the term? I think was it Ukai? I, I don't want to put words in your mouth. What? Did we talk about this on Tuesday? And did you say, or was it somebody else who used the word, um, uh, like, oh, I'm forgetting the word. What is it when it's like like payday loan, loans? The same thing. Like it's abusive to the customer. Oh, it predatory. is. It is abusive. Predatory. The word is predatory. What I was looking for. I don't know if, it, if that wasn't on Tuesday. Then somebody else said, said no. that, and I agree. Yeah. Anyway, Drew. Next topic. We're out of gas on that one. Are you I half full or half empty on a, a new beer dispensing technology that fills pints and pitchers from the bottom up, freeing up the bartender to multitask? I have Wait, I don't seen get it. that. I have seen. I've only seen it with pint glasses, I guess. So it's a thing that you put on the bar, and you, obviously you have to have special glasses. Let me see if I can. Sorry, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change screens here and make sure everybody can see this. So you take your pint glass, which is a special glass, and there's a little receptacle on the bar counter, and you plop the glass down in it, and there's a, there's a spout there, and it's connected to the tap, obviously, and beer comes in from the bottom and fills it from the bottom up. Um, I think it's a cool gimmick. I don't know what it does for, like, the beer. I don't know. Yeah, and Gwyneth says there's need like to... a magnet on the bottom over a hole. I don't know. Yeah. Wait, wait a minute. Why did why do you need to fill the beer from the bottom up? Or how does what is the benefit of doing? I that? I, that I don't know. I well I don't know. The bartender doesn't have to stand there and pull the tap the whole time. And the idea is that if the bartender makes a mistake and puts too much head on it, they don't have to waste the beer. Oh uh, well, all right. I mean, okay, I suppose. Whatever. You know. <laughs> me seems like Look, first sorry. world problems I just, yeah. I just had to mute myself for a beer burp as it happens <laughs> anyway true <sighs> neutral i don't know right. next nobody has strong opinions until now yeah, I, got, we got the I have poll. no strong feelings is the poll queued up oh this is the poll all right okay this is the poll hmm. half full or half empty on the apple vision pro oh man oh my god I have so many opinions yes. on this. 
Go. No, I have to you go. Time. No. Well, you, no, all right, I can't. Well, all right. Here, here's, all right. So wait. So here's what I we're going to do. I'm, I'm actually going to put a watch on this because either people have opinions or they don't. We will give them one minute, and I'm starting a timer now. So to refresh, okay, for $3,500, you can yes. buy from Tim Cook mm-hmm. a gizmo that fits on your head, which kind of like puts you in another dimension, and it's goggles, but you can see through them, and there's like there's 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 apps in there and you can watch movies and it's interactive somehow mm-hmm. and it's supposed to be whiz bang and a lot of people who like it or who have tried it really like it i will say again three thousand five hundred dollars let me also recommend <laughs> to your commend to your attention an article in vanity fair which i think is in front of the paywall uh by nick bilton who's their tech guy about the, the R&D process at Apple. And it talks about Tim Cook eight or nine years ago going into this tippy-top secret room on the Apple campus before they built that new circular building and then putting this thing on his head, which was like a big box and it had hoses and wires and everything coming out of it. But inside was amazing. And apparently Cook knew then that, all right, there's my one minute timer. Cook knew then that this was going to be huge. So you have to figure that this company has never really put a device wrong, right? I mean, yes, there was the Lisa, like back in 1997 or whatever, but the the iPod, the phone, the iPad, the computers, I mean, it's it's done really well. It's done really the well. Watch. What has not done yes really no. well in our poll. Look at this. Good. All right, so hold on. I'm just going to do the poll. Am I about to be really happy about our listeners? So I'm Apple Vision really Pro, half empty, 82%. Half full, seventeen percent, one hundred seventy-five votes. Uh, Nova Safo, you have the floor. I love my, I love my, our listeners so much. <laughs> what a complete and utter, like really, this is what we need. Like first we have robots roaming the streets and littering everywhere, and now we have a goggles on your head to take you away from reality even more than we we already take ourselves away from reality. How about how about fewer gadgets? Like I don't, I just don't understand the idea of like wrapping yourself up in digital technology and removing yourself from the world completely. I, I am just, my mind is boggled. And also, can we just talk about the fact that there is a dangling battery off this thing? Yes. So it's yes. already ridiculous. It costs three thousand five hundred dollars, and what does it do? It removes you from reality. We need less of uh, this. I, I am I, done. I, 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 <laughs> no, that's fine. You can keep going. You want a little more time? You got all the time in the I world, fellas. I am through. I am through. All right, good. Okay. <laughs> so, super quick, just Terry Doherty uh, checking the the YouTube chat. Uh, the woman sailing around the world is Cole C O L E Brower B R A U E R. I think her handle on Instagram is Cole Brower Racing. Um, I am torn about these goggles because. Mm-hmm. Everything Nova said is completely true. And the idea of if you had, say, $15,000, a family of five or four with tax, right, sitting around watching the same movie but inside their own goggles is just dumb, right? Thank you. That said, yes, that said, this is first generation technology. Um, maybe second, if you count Meta's, whatever the hell it is, their, what is their, what is their thing? I forget what their goggles are. Anyway, if you count Meta's, maybe it's second. Oculus, yes, Oculus. Somebody call me when these things are actually glasses, not Google glasses, not, not any, you know, Snapchat thing, 
but when they have this functionality in glasses that you put on your face like regular glasses, because it will happen, right? It will happen. Maybe in, in five years, 10 years, but it will definitely happen. And the batteries will be tiny and they'll be in the stems of the glasses mm-hmm. and there'll be all kinds of stuff. And it'll be whiz-bang and it'll be amazing. But I completely agree that the, the challenge and the problem with these things is that they shut you off from reality. And even if you're sitting in an office with other people who are doing this or even at home, and yes, you can see through them and all of that stuff, yeah. I, we're, not, it's, we're not there yet. That's what I think. We're not there. Yeah. And, and I think it's interesting, you know, when, when they talk about use cases like, well, you know, if you're an engineer or you're trying to repair something, you can overlay a plan on top of the thing and you can show you how to fix it. Those are very interesting right. use cases, very specific use cases. But for entertainment, for I, I just I think for specific tool use, great. Right. For general public use, I'm right. I think that's exactly very right. skeptical. Yeah, very very skeptical yeah. of their totally agree. benefit. Totally but agree. at the same time, I'm also really skeptical of the benefit of Apple watches. I mean, do you do we really need to measure I, every little aspect of our lives that way? Do we need to know okay. how many steps we walk today? So, really? So I I, I am an do Apple Watch know? wearer. I, I yeah. don't use it for steps. I don't use it for uh-huh. whatever. I use it for notifications. I use it for working uh-huh. out. Um, uh, do I need it? No. no. I, I definitely no. don't need it. No. Do I have it? Yes. Yeah. And now I feel bad about myself. And that's all marketing. Thanks, Nova. It's all marketing. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. We're, we're, we're going to go now. Uh, Are we? Back okay. on my... <laughs> Back on Monday. Nova may never be here again. I don't know. Uh, I don't meanwhile, know. if you've got a question or, a or a comment you want to share with us, leave us a voicemail, 508-UB-SMART. That's U-B-S-M-A-R-T. Or you can email us at makemesmart at marketplace.org. That's how it gets to us. All right. Make Me Smart is produced by Courtney Bergseeger. Today's episode was engineered by Charlton Thorpe. Our intern is Talia Menchaca. There we go. There we go. Nova get cranked in early on the I know Congrats, all those man. people very well. That's right. The team behind our Friday game <laughs> is Emily McCune and Antoinette Brock. Marissa Cabrera is our senior producer. Bridget Bodner is the director of podcasts. Francesca Levy is the executive director of digital and on demand. And that is where we are on a Friday afternoon. Friday a beautiful Friday. Friday. Nice cold weather. It's a little cold. Paul in Minnesota says, Nova, let's have him guest star again. Yes. Anytime. We all want to be our best selves, but it can be an expensive journey. From experimenting with alternative medicine. I was working with a natural, holistic nutritionist and never really thought about the cost. To splurging on fast fashion. I'm spending like all my tips. I was definitely spending like $200 a week. I'm Rima Hreis, host of Marketplace's This Is Uncomfortable. This season, we explore the cost of self-care and the real motivations behind our spending choices. Listen to This Is Uncomfortable wherever you get your podcasts.